You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. Josh McGrath for the win. He got it. If you don't like college football and you watch this one, I'm not sure what your problem is. Rid it, did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, July 9th, episode 475. We are getting scary close to 500. I'm sick of being just ideas, guys. I want to be, I want to be do it, guys. So, yeah. I'm also, uh, dude, this is the off season. I mean, it is, yeah. We're, we're just, I mean, I, I texted you today and I was like, what are we going to talk about? Yeah, and we'll, <laughs> we'll figure yeah. it out. I almost uh, did. I did I say it? I almost said this might be a more important issue, issues after dark kind of kind of time. It should be. Um, there, yeah. There's really nothing going on unless you're in um, a dynasty fantasy football league because my phone has been blowing up today with trade talk. Um, and I'm gonna be honest, I'm not really in the mood to talk trades. And uh, also, we won last year, so why do I need to trade? Right. So yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know what, exactly. I mean, if it ain't broke, baby. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it is off season. I do want to give a special shout out to every child that is going to be born uh, in the Tennessee state of Tennessee, Knoxville area, um, maybe even beyond because Vol fans are everywhere. Um, happy birthday! Your parents are uh, madmen. They uh, celebrated Alabama in the best way, I think. Um, has whether, it been nine months? Yeah, it did nine months and in, in here in just a few days. Oh wow! If my math's correct. Um, and I believe it is because uh, I was bored the other day driving. So I, I did the math. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's uh, that's very exciting. Your name, whether it's on your birth certificate or not, will be Chase, Hendon, Jalen or Brew. Um, I'll allow Darnell. Um, I'll allow Byron. I will allow Josh, the simple, simple stuff. I'll allow that. What about Hypo? <laughs> I think that would be a good middle name. That's a good middle name for sure. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll even allow just like the basic Neeland. Like I'll even allow that. That's okay too. Okay. That, that's good. Goalposts would be a really good one. Um, I think you have to be born in a certain type of community to have that name, but that's a good name. Um, um, Nature Center. <laughs> similar, <laughs> similar type of area. Yeah. Uh, it definitely has a quarry around it. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so that's uh, but yeah, it's been nine months. It's kind of crazy because I relive that moment almost every day. Um, you Feels all like yesterday. Me, I know y'all can call me crazy, stupid. Uh, you can say my life has been boring and lame. And I mean, as a Vol fan, you're not wrong. That is 100% the highlight of it. But yeah, that's uh, happy nine months to you folks. Yeah, props. Also, uh, congrats. congrats. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to Josh Heupel getting getting every, getting every man laid that night. Yeah, I mean, what a Ultimate wingman right there. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he saw that tattoo. I You know, the tattoo of him smoking maybe more than a cigar. Um, <laughs> someone who made a baby that night needs to just present him like the Lion King to that. Like present the baby to Josh. Like you essentially made this. Yeah. Like you had a hand in this. Cut off the leg and give him the leg. <laughs> yeah. Just give him, a, yeah, give him any body part he wants. Uh, he's the man. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think that would be better than a tattoo if I'm Josh. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be many Henrys or Hanks. No, I got to think that name's tainted, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe no Bryce. 
if you if you work at a uh, delivery unit, let me know what the birth rates are like here in the next next month or so. Oh god, it's gonna be terrible being a delivery doctor. Are July birthdays common? How common are they? I don't know. My wife's so in July. Can, see if you can look that up. Like, see what the most most common birthdays one to twelve, and, and give me the month. I said, just tell me what July is. I'm very curious, and, and then I'm curious to know what it's like here in a it, looking back on this year. Um, yeah, and that's that's talking babies with more important issues. July second most. Okay. Wow. Okay, we're going for first here. Go Vols. Yeah, just got to get one more for sure. Um, we do. We are gonna. We are gonna fill some. It, it could be yeah. August. I feel like they're shooting for July. It just went a little over. It's possible, yeah. Um, I, I, as far as I understand, I don't know a lot about pregnancy. Um, yeah, it was it was possible. way back in there. They had to dig it out. I think I think it's possible for sure. Um, we we are going to fill some content with more than just just baby talk, but uh, it is a it is a slow time. It is what it is. Uh, you know, what are you going to do? It is. I mean, turn it on the background. Don't mute it. Keep us going. Um, there is the, some breaking news, I guess. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead and do it. Breaking news. Do it. Yeah, so uh, breaking news. Tennessee has another first-round draft pick in uh, right-handed pitcher Chase Dolander, who gets selected ninth overall to the Colorado Rockies. He will join former teammate um, Jordan Beck, who was a first-round pick last year. Um, also uh, should be a Hall of Famer. Um, I don't. He hasn't been selected yet, but should be. Todd Helton. Um, so that, that that organization's been pretty good for the Vols. Now, as a pitcher, not 100 percent sure. You know, Mile, Mile House City. Um, I'm sure, the exit velo there is a little higher, but you know, whatever. It's uh good for him. You know, really. Uh, you know, it, before the season, he was talking to be like, you know, could be one two um, yeah. up there, and and just. You know, had some inconsistencies, and you know there was that that team dealt with a lot. Um, so, you know, I'm sure some of that had to do with it. And uh, you know, he he did kind of find his own later on in the season. And you know, obviously the talent that was there. He, he was the SEC Pitcher of the Year last year, and you know, I know he wasn't as dominant as Paul Skeens was this year, but um, you know, he, he's going to be a really good prospect for the Rockies and. Um. Yeah, I mean, you got to have good pitchers there. Yeah, for real. If if not, it's going a long ways. So, um, yeah, good for them and and good for Chase, friend of the pod. Shout so, out. So yeah, that is our um, that's our first first round draft pick that's been on the pod. So shout out! Wow, look at us. Dude, I'm not up. saying we had a hand in it, but he wasn't a first round draft pick before he came on the show. Right. Yeah. That's true. That's just that's just facts. That's true. Man. Yeah. They grow up Congrats, so fast. Dude. They do. They do. Yeah, we did it. Congrats. Is that that's my okay. That's me high fiving you. Yeah, of course. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh that is breaking news, but we are gonna talk about the MLB draft tonight and as it goes on. Um first and second round tonight? Yep. There may be another wall taken while we're on here. Well, possible. Depends on how long we go. I don't know. Stick with us. We'll see. We'll see. We'll also, see. we did have a hand in getting Chase drafted, obviously. Um, after he was on the pod, he became a first-rounder, not before that. Um, and then I'm also in Denver this weekend, so I, I just – I swung by the clubhouse, let let upper management know what's what the deal is, and uh, 
they settled, you know, they, they decided, yeah, he's our guy at nine. Yeah. You, uh, put in a good word. Absolutely. Put in the, uh, what do they call those little, um, suggestion boxes? Referral. Yeah. 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 You did that. Good, good for you. Uh, more than a suggestion box. I was in, I was, I was in the office. It was like you were the suggestion box. C- correct. I, I mean, I was essentially Jonah Hill in Moneyball, where he's on the <laughs> phone with Frank Cohn. Yes. Yeah, that was me. Um, but we will fill some content. Uh, we're going to talk best SEC stadiums. That was a debate on Twitter. Um, I, I'm going to share one of my fails with you during that time, too, because um, okay. it's just excellent. But uh, I'm kind of, like, interested. I'm going to go with this from a not – well, I mean, there's obviously going to be some Tennessee, but, like, away from a ball fan. We'll get into it. Um, if you got some questions, drop them in the chat. We do have some that we're going to get to and answer. Um, but if you've got any more throughout the show, go ahead, put them in there. If they've, if you've already put them in, I'm really sorry. I'm, I'm just pulling up Twitter now. Um, before we, though, before we get into the full show, I do, go, do want to tell you all about our good friends over at Underdog. Underdog is Knoxville's best sports collectible store with a wide selection of UT cards, autographs, and memorabilia. Whether you're looking for a Peyton Manning autographed helmet or the most recent Topps baseball card release, you'll find it at Underdog. The shop is owned by UT graduates and proudly supports UT sports by hosting NIL events throughout the year. Uh, stop by the plaza that they're right next to. What's the name of that fitness center? I don't work out. So I don't know. Club four. Club four. I almost said club three, but they're one better than club three. They're club four. And they're right next to Underdog, which makes them the best. Underdog has expanded. So make sure you go check out their new selection. Uh, they're adding... Um, they, they've always had like the Pokemon cards and, uh, any type of playing cards you could want from sports to, to Pokemon and, and whatnot. And even, even some soccer ones. I know those, that's a sport, but I feel like soccer trading cards is not a thing really. Yeah. That, that's cool. Uh, but now they've got comic books and collectibles in that realm. So growing, expanding, getting better, bigger by the day. They're open six days a week with live YouTube shows, three nights per week. Remember to always bet on the underdog shout out to underdog collectibles. Yeah, and they, they had a uh, expo this weekend in Nashville, so really cool stuff, really good content from that, and got to meet up with Lee Smith, and uh, yeah, they're just rolling. So uh, Lee Smith and Dawson Knox, correct? Yeah, so we're, we're going to hopefully get over there soon and, and maybe do a live show, maybe do some card breaks, finally. Finally, um, finally. So yeah, a lot of stuff in the works there, so go check them out. Um, I do want to mention this, since we're just kind of on the topic of MLB draft, because it's happening okay. as we speak. Right. Um, so if views are down, that's why it's right. not, it's not the off season. It's no, it has nothing to do with us. Yeah. I, I don't think Tony V is going to, is scheduled to be on. Maybe he makes a special appearance. Maybe people are just watching out for that. That I, seems like a programming mistake to me. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, if you want viewers get it, I mean, we get Tony V on all the time, so, <laughs> or at least we mentioned his name. I guess we could just post a picture of him. And we could literally, he's just on every show. Uh, Actually, he is. Will you drop is a lo- will you drop a logo? He is. He's on the intro. Uh, if you go to just go grab a picture of Tony V on the internet and in the logo column, just put it there and then just put it on the episode. Okay. Instant instant tick up. Yeah. If that uh, makes sense, Joey or, or Dylan, whoever's available. To do that, that's the fourth first rounder that Tony V has um, developed at Tennessee. It Garrett Crochet, Drew Gilbert, Jordan Beck. And now Chase Dolander. So, really good stuff. Just, man, the talent's been that's out pretty, there. That's, that's pretty crazy. I mean, that from we've always talked about building this program and where it was at. 
for any program, that's, that's pretty big. Um, but to do that, the, the state of the program Tennessee was in that that's in, and how fast he's done it. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's done a phenomenal job and, you know, there, there's some more kind of draft scares, I guess, if that's what you want to call it. Um, you know, there's obviously balls going to be drafted. Our good friend Jared Dickey, who uh, came on the show last episode. So if you missed that, please go check that out. Really good stuff from from our good friend there. And uh, he'll get his name called. It could be tonight. Could be. Could be. Yeah. If somebody just wants an absolute should baller, be. Yeah. Yeah. Take. take I like that he's being kind of prospected as a as a hitter. That's it. Just a yeah. Hitter. I mean, just I athlete, yeah. I mean, right. they'll figure it out, yeah. You, you just want that guy in your lineup for sure. Um, Maui Huna, uh, Seth Halverson, Andrew Lindsay um, are kind of the balls right in there. And then Zane Denton possibly could could be thrown in there. But So you're, you're going to have a couple of guys. I think there was 10 drafted on last year's team. Shouldn't be that many. Um, but I think you will see at least five out of this class. So – um, and possibly Zane Denton. You got some uh, JUCO transfers that, you know, are a scare. Uh, I'm trying to think of who they are. Uh, well, Ryan Galaney is a transfer from Walford that uh, is a scare. You know, they'll, they'll be waiting to see kind of where yeah. he goes. Um, Alex Perry and um, Bradkey Lowry, I think that's, that's how you right. say it. Maybe. Um, and then Carson Rucker and Matthew Dallas. So, left-handed pitcher, Matthew Dallas, um, stud. Carson Rucker, yes, younger brother of former Tennessee third baseman Jake Rucker, is um, is a scare as well. So, we'll, we'll see kind of where they end up. I think it definitely helps Tennessee that Jake Rucker ended up in Tennessee and he's doing just fine in the right. minors. Um, but it's wherever they're slotted. You know, are they overvalued? Um, undervalue, you know, what team just kind of goes after them. And if they want them to sign, they're going to make them an offer where it's going to be hard not to. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of see kind of where things play out. But Ryan Galaney, um, obviously the Vols, we, we mentioned that, that we'll hear their name drafted, Carson Rucker and those Juco transfers to, to see. Those are kind of the scares. I think there's some other signees that could possibly – hear their name called, but um, I don't think that they're as big of a worry that Carson Rucker and Matthew Dallas is. Yeah, and I mean, I'm kind of <clears throat> curious now. It makes it less interesting now that he transferred, but a guy like Chase Burns, who was kind of on the cusp of going out of high school, opted to go to Tennessee. Obviously, it worked out for him. Like, it did. Like that, it. His draft stock's risen. Like, he's going to get a nice payday next year. And yeah. so I wondered, like, I – for guys, obviously, there's there's a line where you're going. <laughs> like, there's not a question. Um, but, you know, the guys that are kind of on that, maybe not. Maybe, you know, NIL definitely is going to play a part, but also can I get – can I improve my stock? Yeah. I mean, they did that with Chase Burns. I think Christian Moore was kind of a scare. Yeah. Um, he made it to campus. You know, he's playing for Team USA. It definitely worked out. Jordan Beck and Drew Gilbert are two other guys. That, is he you know, still playing? Is he on the same Team USA as Drew Bean? So he was when they played um, Chinese Taipei 
and now they went to Washington, so I think they cut down the roster. Okay. And I think just Drew Beam is on this roster. I was about to say, I saw a roster. It was from when they were in Washington, and I did not see Christian Moore's name. So I was trying to figure out how that worked. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think they cut it down a little bit. Um, okay. But, yeah, that's kind of the MLB draft. Hopefully we hear some names tonight. But if not, you'll see them tomorrow. Um, I can't remember how many rounds are tomorrow. Maybe through three. How many rounds? It's, it's what, 16 rounds now? I think it's 20. Three through 10 are tomorrow. And then – um, the final day on Tuesday is 11 through 20. I'm really disappointed they cut down the, the number of rounds. I, I, I really like the joke of asking if you got drafted or not. But I feel, yeah, like, I, I feel like the it, it's still, it still hits. It, it still does, but not in the same way when there was like endless 40 rounds. rounds. Like it felt <laughs> like they were still drafting in October. Yeah, it's like how do these people know these are actual baseball players? Yeah, it's like that dude who I think he was in the state of like Oregon or something or Nevada maybe, and he just had a signing for Oregon. And it took them until after they had the whole school there to watch this kid sign to find out that Oregon never offered him. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, I I think that's – maybe we should do that. Maybe we should just throw our name in the hat somehow. Yeah. And see if we can like – or or maybe – I feel like it would have to be a high school kid, but like it can be a high school kid that like – has no aspirations to play baseball anymore. Maybe didn't even play high school baseball. Yeah, yeah, maybe that, yeah. There was a couple years ago that – Actually, your nephews would be perfect. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good with me. Yeah. Um, there was a couple years ago some kids at Grace Christian made a fake profile for a kid, mm. and he ended up getting rated like four stars on Rivals or something like that, something insane, and it, the kid never existed. <laughs> I think they put together a highlight tape. He was like six, you know, six six. 300 pounds, something like that. He's an offensive lineman and got rated high by rivals. It might have just been it might have just been three stars, but you need to understand like getting rated at all is pretty yeah. insane. Let's let alone a fake kid getting rated. Let's play a game of who has the worst recruiting rankings. Is it um ESPN or Rivals? Uh, I think it's up for debate. Yeah. Um also Joey Joey Booster, you get draft is. eligible? He would be draft eligible this year, right? Is he? I think so. No, I think he's just going to be a – he'll just be a junior. He's got one more year left. Okay, so it was a fake profile. He was 6'6", 315. His name is Blake Carringer. Uh, he tweeted out, he, whoever ran the account, that he had an offer from Alabama and 247 and Rivals put him in their database and rated him a three-star. Hell yeah. That's all. You know what's worse – the person rated directly below him. Yeah. He's like, what? Yeah. He's like, a fake person His got rated than me? Chad Mitchell. Can you believe? Wasn't, wasn't he a three-star? That's insane. Yeah, Chad Mitchell was a three-star. He was – I love my boy Chadwell. Um, he's a big dude. 6'5". I don't know what he made in high school, but very been. unathletic. Yeah. He did block for um, – Todd Chandler. Todd Chandler. That's yeah. got to mean something. Yeah. I mean, he scored a lot of touchdowns. He had to have some part in it. He was also he like I would talk about this till the day I died. He was at the kick six in 2013 as a recruit. As a recruit, he was on the field. Yeah, that's insane. Those of y'all that don't know, our our buddy Chad Mitchell, um, we're in his wedding. You know, no big deal. Um, he is like a six 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 five six four something. He's at least six five. He might be six six. Let's just look him up on. Let's see what he is. 
I think uh, I don't know about six six. That seems large. Chad, your LinkedIn. If you're listening, your LinkedIn came up. That should mean something. <laughs> <laughs> he's, um, he's rated at six four. I thought he was at least six five. But you know they're not skimping out on those those rankings, Mercer. Yeah, they they, they probably helped him out a little bit. Uh, it also said he weighed two seventy. Good on you, Chad. Weighing two seventy going into call. That's yeah, he's awesome. That's yeah. pretty good. He was just a two star. Mm. He was yeah. a ninety third ranked offensive lineman in the state of Tennessee. I don't I don't know if that's good or not, but <laughs> <laughs> he also had offers from Arkansas State. Shout out Butch Jones, who wasn't there at the time, but we'll give him a shout out. Yeah, for sure, Jonesboro. I love it. I mean, it has him listed as interest from Auburn, Georgia, Purdue, South Carolina, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, Virginia. Good for he you. Power, he had power five interests, not offers. I, he I did them. not have offers from them, I but they're listed. He took visits there, I guess is yeah. what that means. He could have walked on for sure. He took an official to Auburn and was there for the kick six. That's that's almost better than playing college football. Yeah. You got to see Alabama. He got to see Alabama get beat on a field. It's better. It's better than did it this year. Better than getting punched in the face for dancing on a tee. That's for sure. Hundred percent. Yeah. Please <laughs> don't do that. Don't. We're not even talking about Jerry Banks. I'm sorry, Joey. <laughs> I feel like we should. That should be the first questions that you ask recruits. Is like, hey, like, would you ever dance on this? If they say no, then you're like, okay. If you accidentally step on it, and you're told to do ten push-ups, do you do ten, 10 push-ups. push-ups. What kind of prod gets in the way of 10 push-ups? That's called stupid prod. Yeah. I mean, you you do more than that after you drop a football in practice. Yeah, that's insane. I'm not even, again, not even talking about the Jerry Banks story at this point. We're not. Unreal. I'm, I'm like, believe it or not. So. <laughs> I love that you tweeted at me and you're like, why? <laughs> why <is laughs> yeah. Well, I was just scrolling through and I was like, <laughs> This has nothing to do with him. What what happened? Also, the first person died, right? Dude, where did they go? <laughs> it had to be fake, first off. But it went up into the stands. Yeah. Behind. I also don't know. So, so my question is, where did they actually go? If it was faked, where did they actually land is my question. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> he did get black. I mean, just thinking – how high that thing went up. It went up pretty high. Wherever it, it went. Regardless, it went out of the camera. Yeah. And so, like, if that person falls out at, like, the... If they land, like, your head is not, like, secured. <laughs> your yeah. It's just snapping around in there. <laughs> I don't know whose idea that was, but incredibly dumb idea. Yeah. Like, I, if you told me that was an episode of Jackass, I believe you. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was. Well, I mean, incredible. just think like you're going up that high, and then co- like if you come back down and you land on your feet, you're breaking your legs. Yeah. Also, I saw a video today. Speaking of that, of this guy leaving a baseball game, and he's walking. He's an older guy walking down the stairs, and both of his knees just give out. And he literally, as he's walking, just his butt hits the ground with his legs still folded. So like, falls down like that. Knee. I mean, both of his both. Of his knees have to have zero ligaments left. Just gone? Gone. I don't know if I could even find it again. I was just scrolling. And I, I, it was one of those that you can only watch once because it's so nasty. But, yeah, that was uh, – a. yeah, I mean, you would just honestly hope I die. And you got the same knees as, like, Derrick Rose. Oh, gosh, yeah. Kind of forget about him. Yeah. 
He's with the Grizzlies now. <laughs> Is he? Yeah, he's in Memphis, baby. Back in Memphis. There you go. Shout out Cal. Shout out Cal. <laughs> Cal can recruit. Who knew? He can't close. He can recruit. <laughs> um. All right, we're way off topic. Let's let's get back to the football commit real quick. Uh, wait, wait a minute. I saw a video get uploaded here. Is this the video of the bull that we're talking about, or is this something that does not pertain to what we're talking about? Okay, just wanted to check. Okay, I was, I was about to say, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> we can't click on it. Yeah. yeah, I'm not clicking on something I don't know about. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, we'll get back to that after after we talk a little bit commit because this is a uh, slightly. Un- I mean, this was this is breaking news for sure. Yeah, for sure. You had William Satterwhite. Um, inside offensive lineman, 6'3", 295 pounds out of Akron, Ohio. Shout out LeBron. Um, commit to Tennessee, four-star. Uh, on three has him uh, listed as the number 211th player overall and number seven player in the state of Ohio. And committed to Tennessee over Michigan, Penn State, Michigan State. I mean, I guess in that you're, you're beating out Big Ten, Big Ten schools, uh, Clemson, Georgia, Alabama, Auburn. So, um, you know, really good pickup there, and you definitely need to beef up the offense. You can never have too many offensive linemen. No, just ask Derek Dooley. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I mean, he had no clue what an offensive lineman was, uh, which but. is pretty crazy for how efficient that offense was. Yeah, I mean, really, just 2012, but you get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and another guard or interior offensive lineman, you, you definitely want to add some more tackles to this. So, you know, you're going to look at the uh, four-star massive offensive lineman, Bennett Warren, 6'7 330 pounds. Um, Michigan, looks, uh, Michigan looks like the biggest contention for him um, outside of Tennessee. So rated the – Number 155th and number 29 player out of the state of Texas. But yeah, six, seven and a half, three thirty. I mean, what do you even feed this kid? I, I feel like I. That's a good question to ask about recruits. If you know what they're eating, don't recruit them. Do you like make a meal and like he eats that meal, but you also have to make him a little something extra, also? Well, uh, probably more than that because I do that because I'm fat. So there's, there's more to it, I think, than that. Um, I mean, I'm 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 known to go dessert steak. Yeah. So is it like you, you make it for for three people, but you're really making it for four? Yeah, you're like I've never learned to cook for one. So do you just throw away food? No, that kind of deal. Yeah. Like yeah, there's no leftovers. He just eats it. Yeah, exactly. Um, he orders a couple apps. Waitress looks like is that you know we we split in that is that for the table and it's like nah. Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, that. that's what I'm having. Where's right. what's everybody else having? And what, what are you guys eating? <laughs> yeah. Is that a Kevin James joke on Grown Ups? I feel like it is. It, I think it is. I think. I he's like, like, I it. think we'll have 16 hamburgers. And uh, that's for me. What's everybody else having? I yeah. Think that yeah, is. that is. Yeah, you. I think you nailed that line, too. Yeah. It's a great movie. <laughs> um, no, I, I – this – just ten, like you said, can't have enough offensive linemen. Um, I like to Tennessee compete with to get this one too. That's that's huge. Um, he talked about how he likes the opportunity to get on the field right away. Tennessee is is, is especially everyone that's playing is veteran pretty much. Um, probably going to be gone this year and definitely by next year. Um, 
to talk about. I mean, you talked about with the secondary, like, hey, if you want to play, come here. Um, offensive line, selling that a little bit too. Yeah, especially at tackle. But at least I mean, in a good way too. It's not just like, hey, they're not very good in front of you. <laughs> they're right. just old. They're getting too old. Just too old. Yeah. Yeah, definitely need to beef that beef up that offensive line. Um, recruiting a little bit. I, I think it's not that it's been underwhelming, but you would think with the amount of and maybe it's I don't know, what what are offensive linemen looking at when they get to this office? They're like, Oh man, like I got to run down the field like the entire yeah. time. Um, or is it just like, dude, they score a crap ton of touchdowns and they just got a offensive tackle <laughs> that went number 10 overall to the Chicago Bears in the NFL draft? Yeah, I mean, that's uh, I think getting a guy like this is kind of hopefully that it tr- keeps trending that way and maybe put some of that to rest. Because I've wondered that, like, what does an offensive lineman view this offense as? Um, just because, I mean, yeah, it's – there is a lot of untraditional looks, but I mean, at the end of the day, so like this, this offense is going to be run heavy. If you want to be aggressive, if you, if, if you want to be a, a mean, dirty son of a bitch, like <laughs> you, you get to do it in this offense. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a lot of opportunity to just go maul the person. Cause I feel like there's not a ton of just kind of, it's not like waiting back. Like I feel like this offense goes so fast where you don't have to be very conservative as an offensive lineman. Right. You can just go be like destroy somebody. And if you happen to miss, the ball's probably out anyway. <laughs> so Yeah. There's definitely I mean, I'm not like taking anything away from Darnell Rowdy. Obviously, like just improved drastically. And I mean you saw where he got. But I gotta think like there's just not for a throw heavy I said just said they're run heavy. For a team that throws it a lot. Um, you're not just getting teed up, teed up, teed off on by edge rushers if you're a tackle. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, like you said, the ball's getting out so fast. Um, you're moving so fast in terms of the next place. The ball's about to be snapped. They don't have time to. Yeah, but also like if you're looking at it as like, oh, I got to run down the field the entire time. I mean, if your dream is to get to the NFL. I mean, the majority of these offenses are that same way. I mean, you look at some of the best quarterbacks, that's the kind of offense that they run. That's the kind of offense you want to be in. Right. You know, I know the Bears, it's a little bit different with Justin Fields, a quarterback. But if you get, like, I mean, Trey Smith is with Patrick Mahomes. You think yeah. they're not running up and down the field? I mean, I saw his, Patrick Mahomes' new home. He's got a field in the back. He's probably making his offensive lineman run, you know, on off days. That's an incredibly short field for someone who I feel like has all these insane videos of them throwing the ball just a very long distance. Yeah. Like he's going to be thrown into his neighbor's pool before the end of the summer. I wonder if he, like, throws in the woods and tries to, like, throw around trees, like kind of like the Matrix, you know, that uh, – That or the – do you remember those board? awesome videos for fantasy football on ESPN where they would have – they had someone like jumping through or over a car or something like that. Uh, some wide receiver, I can't remember who, maybe like Trill Owens. That's how old these videos are. Uh, punching through drywall to catch a ball. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I know. You're Mason Crosby kicking the bell on top of the tower. Yeah, that's it, it, he's going to make those videos now. But for real, it's going to be actually real. Right. Similar to like Tom Brady's holding one or yeah, holding one, uh, his really long putt, him throwing the ball back into the, uh, um, what are those things called? Oh my gosh. 
Tom Brady throwing what? He throws the football back into the the automatic. I can't remember what those are called. Jug machine. That's what it is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've been blanking a lot lately. I'm getting old, man. Yeah, and you're probably a little jet lagged, even though you're driving. But it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> I have had a good these last couple of days. I'm, I'm glad I took this break before I go on a full. You know, last week was like full go, and then pretty much like Friday night through like now, I've been like even like going to that concert. Like it's been very chill. Like I've just not really had anywhere to. You know, I had a couple like errands to run today, but nothing to like really go. And like I've been in the car for eight hours. So that's been yeah, nice. yeah. It's been good. It's been fun. It's been real fun. All right. Well, that's the show. Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, thank you. We do have this video. I want you to watch this, Landon, because this, this guy definitely, like, no knees left. Okay. Is that the is that the last video? Oh! oh, oh, oh. Just die? Okay. Well, we're back. Um, we're going to talk some SEC stadiums here, and uh, we're going to. I think how Caleb wants to do it. I'm going to. I'm going to do it this way. It's Neyland and everything else. Um, so I'm going to go Neyland, and then I guess we'll just pick our favorites from there. And Caleb's been to a few more than I've been to. Um, I'm excited to go to the Swamp, but just based off, um, just based off, I guess look. Obviously, fan base probably has a little something to do with it. And just probably the overall city has a little bit to do with it, too. We're talking about uh, SEC? Yeah. Uh, I, I'll take city out of this. We're, we're going to go stadium only. We're going to okay, go stadium, stadium only. Okay. Because I feel like – I'm trying to think of like a good example of just a not great city. But, uh, okay, uh, re- reverse of that, Lexington's a great city. Kroger Field sucks. Yeah. And I feel it like it is like a, it it would be a fantastic like high school stadium. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> like it is like it is like kind like it's nicer. It's not a dump. It's not a dump. No. Uh they are finally serving alcohol this year. That's yeah. a that's a bonus. Vanderbilt's a dump. Vanderbilt is a dump, yes. Yeah. Yes. See, I feel like that's like it's kind of like me. I'm sure it's like Neil, and I'm sure there's nice parts of time. But does that make Neyland. it worse? Does it make it worse that it's like a not it's like a nicer stadium, but still not great? Because I feel like Vanderbilt would just be like, yeah, like our stadium's a dump. Like we get it. Well, I don't think it's nice enough that it's like it's not it's not so nice that it's unbelievable that it's Kentucky's. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's that. I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think it's that nice. Yeah, I feel like they upgraded and like they upgraded to what people already had. And now people are already upgrading like way past that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it, it's definitely still in, it, it, to be an SEC to be the caliber we're going to talk about. It, it would need some drastic upgrades. Yeah, but no, I, I mean, I think it's it's an okay stadium. It's not the, the name's probably one of the worst parts, and then the team playing in it. Um, those are probably the two worst things it's got going for them. Yeah, and we're talking about this because Tate Ratledge, who was a Tennessee fan, ended up going to Georgia. I mean, I, I guess, like, at that point, I couldn't really blame him. No. Um, so, but he did say on a podcast that – Well, I'll blame him, but, like, I get it. Right. Okay. That's fair. Um, he said Neyland Stadium is the best stadium in the SEC. And um, he said no offense to Sanford, no offense to the fans. But then he was like, can you imagine our fans in 
Neyland Stadium. I'm like, yeah, which. Come what? on, come on. like I'm not saying that that environment this year at Sanford was fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Here's another thing: you're not, not like a, you're not a Tennessee fan if you go to Georgia. That's that's another point. Right. Correct. You you weren't a true Tennessee fan. There's right. no way in like if Georgia offers me a scholarship, I'm laughing in Kirby Smart's face. Exactly. So Kirby, if, if you're gonna Kirby, offer from, that's why he's never offered me. He knows not to offer me. Yeah, if you're getting an <laughs> offer from Georgia, you're obviously probably going to get one from Tennessee as well. Right, and 9.9 I'm, times out of ten. So I'm, I'm going to Tennessee. So yeah. like I, I like I, I would never, I would never go to Georgia. I would never go to Florida, Alabama. Definitely not Vanderbilt, <laughs> and definitely think, not Kentucky. I don't even think that has to do with being a Tennessee fan, but yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, if I'm getting offered from Georgia, I'm definitely not going to Vanderbilt, Kentucky. No, no. Um, yeah, no, I, and and I'll say this again. I said like kind of going from like a somewhat of a non, like just as a football fan in general. Uh, someone tweeted it out. I'll see if I can find it. And I, I agree with this tweet that like, and a, a lot of people have been talking about it too. It's not just Tate Rattledge. We thought we would discuss it since it's been so wildly talked about. Uh, Brandon Marcello, Marcello, I don't know how you say his name. Um, not even he does. He writes for two four seven. He said, "What if I told you there isn't one?" Uh, stadium in the SEC. Truth is, there are at least five interchangeable stadiums in the SEC that could be number one on any given Saturday. Uh, it all depends on the matchup and the stakes. And I do agree with that. I think you can put Neyland, um, the Swamp, Sanford, uh, Bryant-Denny, Tiger Stadium, and uh, I'm blanking on Auburn's. Uh, Kyle, Kyle Field? What about Kyle Field? I don't put Kyle Field in there. Kyle, Okay, Kyle Field, you were talking about kind of like uh, – separating things so in the i put kyle field probably at seven and like or like no, number two essentially kyle field's environment not that great and that was a good game that i went to it's a great stadium i mean just it's a cathedral to college football but it's not it's not an environment like like any of the others see i did a um i, I looked this up like best sec stadiums Tennessee was six, and like it's not I, six I, in the SEC. It's no, maybe no. in the maybe in the country, maybe, maybe. Yeah, even even that. May, maybe. I mean, I'm extremely just, biased again. But. Yeah, but again, it kind of goes into that. There are like matchups and, and nights where like things are better. Like the whiteout at Penn State. I'm sorry, Joey. I'm all good with hating Penn State, but the, you we can't we can't deny the whiteout at Penn State is one of the better environments to watch in college football. Yeah, congrats! You got everybody to wear white to a game. And a, yeah, I mean it's it, but it's a good environment. Like watching them run out of the tunnel for that game, it's electric. Um, it's a good, it's a good college football environment. Um, I mean, Michigan Stadium when the stakes are high, like going to the big house and and watching a game, like the environment there, it's a it's a great environment. Ohio Ohio State for Ohio State Michigan, probably the only time that stadium's anything worth anything. Um, it's called the Horseshoe. I mean, come on. But uh, it, it's a great environment. So, I mean, I do think, like, kind of similar to that SEC argument, there are probably several that are interchangeable, just depending on the weekend. When we're talking about history, when we're talking about facilities, Neyland's, Neyland's one of the best. I mean, there's just no denying it. Yep. So, who – so, I, this one, the one that I looked up, it was by, like, 
whatever USA Today is that that covers the Alabama site, whatever that is. Um, <laughs> it had Kyle Field as number two, and it had Tiger Stadium as – which there shouldn't be two – or there's only – I think it's stupid that you have your mascot in the stadium. It's another kind of stupid to have your school in stadium, like Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt Stadium. I mean, can we not come oh, up with anything? Are they not fifth and third else? anymore? Fifth and third Bank Stadium anymore? They were for a while. I don't think so. They had a corporate sponsor name. For a while. Oh, okay. Well, this just says Vanderbilt Stadium. <laughs> That is bad. Uh, okay, and I'll first bank stadium. Sorry, not fifth and third. First bank stadium. Um, I will say this for Kyle Field. To be fair to its size, and like I said, it's just it's a it's magnificent, um, and there is history there too. I, I, it probably does have to be in that first tier. It, it probably, it unfortunately, probably does. And then I feel like there's a second tier of like Williams Bryce, which I, I said was a probably a better environment than most people think about. Um, yeah, I thought it was a cool setup. It is yeah. like in the middle of a field. Well, I just – yeah, I kind of like – there's there's something cool about Neyland being right there on campus, but there's also something cool about like fairgrounds surrounding it. Like even – which LSU kind of gets best of both worlds. Campus is right there, but they also have some type of like fairground set up surrounding – like a ton of parking surrounding it. Yeah, well, Kentucky's kind of the same way. Well, Kentucky's weird. It's kind of like you walk through a uh, – like a subdivision and there's a stadium yeah. in a field. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but Williams Bryce environment though, obviously for, and again, depends on the week, but for the Tennessee game, like I went there in 14, not as good this year though. It was a great environment. Like the, you just can't deny that. Um, but yeah, I feel like Williams Bryce is in that, um, that kind of second tier. Um, then you have, uh, Arkansas as well in that, um, Razorback stadium, another stupid thing. Yeah, and like I would almost put because I feel like Missouri had a good environment for Georgia this year, so they have the ability to have a good environment. But it's such an ugly stadium that it's got to be in like the same as like Vanderbilt and Kentucky. Yeah, I was reading up on Missouri Stadium a little bit, and apparently, now this is just what I read. It's obviously not the size of you know Neyland, the Swamp. Right. Brian Denny, stuff like that. But they said for the fan base that it has, it's a really good atmosphere because if if it was bigger, you know, obviously they wouldn't fill it. Yeah, I think that's important. Like, I, I do think that's a, an important aspect. I mean, for, um, for I example. I think it's part of the reason why Tennessee is like they're not going to the baseball stadium is not going to be 16,000 people. And, and, it, and it never it should never be. be filled. Yeah. It never should be. Like, exactly. we're, I think the number they're at, like, right around, we're going to be right around, like, seven, eight thousand, right? Yeah. Is that is that what it's going to be at when it's done? Yeah. 76, I think. 76, okay. Like, that's a good – I think Tennessee could maybe get close to close to 10, but that might be a little too big. I feel yeah, like – on Tuesday nights, you're, and, and during, like – the first couple, obviously during SEC, you'll fill that up. But during, yeah, I mean, even now during like, if it's going to rain or it's colder, you know, the first of the season, you're playing some no name team that you're going to beat. You know, like we did Iona, it was like twenty eight to one or something like yeah. that. I mean, you're just not going to have people in the stands. 
No, but I, but I, so that's why I feel like the number we're at is good. I, that, I just feel like you could push it a hair more. You could never have 13,000. Yeah. And you obviously like, you want to have demand yeah. all the time. Right. Um, so I, I think it, it was good to increase it, but yeah, it just, yeah, you want to find the balance wanna, of availability, availability and demand. You, you do yeah. want to find that balance. And I feel like 76, whatever it's at, is going to be a, a good. So I, I will say that for like Missouri, I don't think, you know, Kentucky should never try to go past where they're at. I don't even know if South Carolina should ever try to go past where they're at. Like, I feel like those stadium, those sizes are good for them. Um, and so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I definitely think I agree with that they're interchangeable. I think it is absurd. If fans, if fans of opposing teams want to talk about Neil in the last 15 years, that's fine. But we also can't forget there's been some great environments in those 15 years. I mean, Oklahoma at 15, an opposing player wrote wrote an op-ed about it. Like they wrote an entire article dedicated to a game at that stadium. Um, Florida, there's been so many great environments for Florida games over the years. Um, Georgia in 13. I said I've always said Oklahoma 15 was the loudest sustained, uh, and up until Alabama this year, I would have said the loudest moment I've had is uh, Georgia 13 that block punt in the South End Zone. Do you know who blocked it? I think you don't Cam, know. Who? I think Cam Sutton recovered it, didn't he? No. No. Dang, it was a freshman corner, wasn't it? Yeah. And it's it's somebody like when I say it, you're gonna be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I sure. do remember. It. But it wasn't a big time player. I'm sure. I'm sure it's gonna kill me when I hear it. Um, but it was a freshman corner who recovered it. Yeah, and I think a, a freshman was it Malik. For, was it Malik Foreman that no. recovered it? Dang, he was a freshman that year though, right? Yeah, and there was another freshman linebacker blocked it. It wasn't Alex Ellis, was it? He no. had the fake against Missouri and. That was 13 or 14. Um, it would have been 14. All right, who was it? Uh, I'm, I'm, so Jalen Reeves may have been blocked it. Ah. That's a, you said he wasn't big time. What? At Tennessee? No, no, no. No, that scored the touchdown. Oh, that scored the touchdown. Okay. Yeah. Um, trying to think of freshman corners on that team. I don't know. Let me tell you. Yeah. Devon Swafford. Ah. I was I was up there in the I was in the Tri Cities area with Malik. Yeah, yeah, I was getting there. Getting there. I was getting there. That was no, that was a crazy. I mean, that was hugging everybody around you moment. Like me and this random guy hugged for like a solid minute, just jumping up and down together. Um, it was it was that was a loud moment. So yeah, I mean, like if they say that, they're only thinking about the they're thinking about the teams that have won stuff recently. And that's kind of unfair because Florida's won the East recently only because the rest of the East has sucked. Yeah. They haven't won the SEC. So we, if we're going to do that, like, let's be fair to the whole thing. Um, and that's why I'm trying to be fair. Like, William, like I said, Williams, Bryce, I stand up. I will applaud. Like that was a good, you all, you all brought it that night, South Carolina fans. I don't know if you could do that ever again that kind of environment but you did it one night and that's all that matters it was a night game so it, like that, that's something too to get night games that's something yeah yeah get the fans rowdy get a few drinks flowing that's why i'm pumped for the swamp i cannot wait yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be nasty in the best sense yeah um i do have this this fail i wanted to read um because it's about this stadium 
some guy responded to that original tweet I read off about kind of how the tiers happen. I want to like you kind of feel the same way, like there's tiers to it rather than just like one through fourteen. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, right. if we want to do tier it, let's let's tier it. There's got to be three, right? Is there three tiers? You think? I think three. Uh, excellent, good, and and you never have to go there. Yeah. Uh, before we do that though, Justin Haynes tweeted. Uh, the four that have always stood out to me are JHS, um, Tiger Stadium, Ben Hill Griffin, and Samford. Not Sanford, Samford. Then he said, I've unfortunately never been to Neyland when UT is good. Then he said, Bryce Williams is surprisingly good. My opinion, Kyle Field is too big and too modern. He, two of the names he listed off weren't even right. Like you can't have an opinion if you can't even get the names of the stadiums right. You can Google search them if you'd like. We don't have to know you Google searched them. Right. Well, it's like if you're going to do enough to like at least get it close, can you? Can we get it right? Yeah, that was bad. Um, yeah, just uh, just say Auburn Stadium if you don't know. Or yeah. Georgia. He messed, he messed up Georgia's and um, uh, South Carolina's. Yeah. What do you say, William Bryce? Bryce Williams. It's Williams Bryce. Bryce, Bryce Williams. Williams. I mean, that's it's kind of a cool. If I if I just, if I was South Carolina playing, I'd get his name at one hundred percent. Be Bryce. Bryce Williams. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a uh, like a six man of the year basketball player. Bryce <laughs> um. Yeah. Honestly, kind of does. Let's do tears. Um, okay. Tears. So I'm gonna write this down. So we just first tier, Neyland. All right. What's in the second tier? Uh, Swamp, Ben Hill Griffin. Yeah. Uh, Sanford. Sanford. I think because of recent history, you do have to put Brian Denny in it. Yeah. Like it's had so many good environments. I think you have to. Yeah. Um, then you've got. In Kyle Field, or are you putting Kyle Field in there? You know, I was thinking about it. I'm trying to think of just great moments that I've seen. The best one from Kyle Field was probably that six or seven overtime game against LSU and still only like 10,000 people storm the field. I don't think, I think I'm, I think I'm going second for Kyle field. Okay. Like yep. I said, just if we're like, as a, as an overall, if we're just talking cathedral to college football. Easy. Yeah. Well, and, and if you disagree, create your own podcast. And, and, <laughs> and do this. Um, okay. So I've got, let me make sure I haven't left anybody off. I've got Neyland, the swamp, Brian Denny, Sanford, Tiger stadium, Jordan Hare. Um, that's I think that's it for the first tier. Yeah, I think I think that's all I'm gonna go with. Uh, I, you know who I'll put second tier like first? Not that I'm like necessarily ranking them, but who I think is probably closer to first tier than Kyle Stadium, Razorback Stadium, or Kyle Field, Razorback okay. Stadium. I feel like I've seen some great environments there. I was gonna go Vault Hemingway. I feel like old Vault Hemingway, and that's another one you mentioned. Um. You mentioned size comparison to fan base. I feel like they've done a good job of kind of getting to their maximum and creating good environments. Similar, yeah. to- I feel like they're they're always playing night games. Like the ones that I can remember watching them, it's a night game. Like the Egg Bowl, um, you know, those couple of years where they, you know, the Egg Bowl is always at night because it's on Thanksgiving. Yeah, when, when they beat Alabama. Yeah, with uh, Hugh Freeze. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then I, I'm a sucker for cowbells. I, I love cowbells, so we're, we're gonna go miss. I got I got to throw another Mississippi State in there. Okay. Another Mississippi. Uh, Davis Wade. Um, then you have 
I don't think I can put Missouri. I don't think I can put Fairfield in there. I just, I'm sorry. You, you, you made a good argument, but I feel like I've, I can only remember one good environment there. What well, and the name Fairfield. That's fair. Uh, second tier, we leave any? Oh, uh, Williams Bryce. Yeah, Williams Bryce. Bryce Williams. Bryce Williams. Six um, man of the year. For sure. Uh, second tier of the year, definitely. And we put Kyle Field in there. Oh, Kyle Field second tier. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're 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 borderline, but they're second tier. Okay. Um, I don't think I don't think I'm leaving anybody off there. Uh, third tier. Kentucky. Kroger. <laughs> Vanderbilt uh, Stadium. Vanderbilt Stadium. What are they? First bank. And um, Fairfield. Fairfield. I think it's F A. If F A U R O T. R O T. Um, and then who else we left? I feel like we're leaving somebody off. I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six. That's 14 right there. So you got one, two, three, four, five, six interchangeable first tier. Okay. Uh, well, I got five in the second. Question for yeah. That. Let's hear it. Where does Oklahoma and Texas fit? Man, I don't know. Uh, I feel like they're both, they're both going to be, I think I'm going to give both of them the benefit of the doubt because they have a ton of history and they're they're both great stadiums. I think they start in first tier for me, and then I reassess the first five years every year. I reassess them. First three years, I reassess them. I'm kind of thinking like I think uh, Texas. I damn, I can't remember the name of that field. They um, are. Um, they've got a memorial. College. Yes, is it? DKR DKR Memorial State. No, is it DKR? That sounds right. But now, like, it sounds right until like you saying it sounds right. Yeah, DKR Daryl K Royal Memorial State. Okay. Um, and then uh, Oklahoma's a family one. Good lord. Um, well, one thing that hurts both of them is like when they play each other. The Red River River rivalry. Dude, it's is, It's in the it's in the Cotton Bowl. It's the same with Georgia and Florida. Like, why would you not want to play those teams at home? If you like Sanford and the Swamp could bolster their resumes if they hosted those games every other year. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't get it. I will never understand neutral rivalries. So I, I do think that hurts those neutral site. That that hurts those well home games number one, but just that atmosphere. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I'm kind of leaning toward Texas being first tier and Oklahoma being second tier. Okay. I I kind of leaning towards. I, I kind of think I was, I was going to give them benefit of the doubt. I think I'm going to be a a stronger man rather than a better man. I think I'm going to start them off second tier and I'll reevaluate after the first three years. Okay. Yeah. I, like I think that. they're I think they're borderline first. They can easily yeah. make their way to first for me, but they start in second. Yeah, you gotta you gotta earn your spot. I like. Yeah, that. you gotta earn your stripes. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Zebras aren't born with stripes. I don't think that's true, but we'll say it. Yeah. Remember when Butch Jones used to put a black stripe on freshmen? I feel like that's like that's something Hitler did. Yeah. If we want to compare, you know, we compare politicians to Hitler. We rarely compare football coaches. Butch Jones, he he put a black stripe on freshmen's helmets. He yeah. wanted everyone to know who the freshmen were, who the newcomers were. Seems yeah. dangerous to me. Yeah, those should. If you if you don't remember history, it's bound to repeat itself. So don't dance on the tee if you have a black stripe or at all, but especially if you have a black stripe. Jason Kroon will knock your ass out. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Anything else for the stadium? 
That's all I got. If that's I get fun. canceled for comparing Butch Jones to Hitler, I just I'll take it. Like that's but that's the easiest comparison of all time. Easiest comparison of all time. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I can't wait for and I know it's different because LSU is a noon game and Florida is gonna be a night game, but I can't wait till after that Florida game to compare those two because I feel like they are kind of similar. Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I mean, I'll like you said, based on the night situation, I think it's Florida is gonna we're gonna come out thinking that. Yeah, probably because, depending on if we win or not. Too. <laughs> yeah, probably because I mean, yeah, Williams Bryce would have been just a deserted desert if uh, (laughs) if Tennessee had taken care of business. And I would be laughing and dancing on Bryce Williams' grave right now. He would have never won six man of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anything anything else for stadiums? Other than, I mean, Neyland's also getting upgrades. Like, it's it's already gorgeous. It's already – that is the cathedral to college football. Um, And, listen, I'm – Blessed to say that I've seen some some great games in Elon. Others don't get that opportunity, but just believe me, I'm not a man. I'm, I'm not a liar. Yeah, agreed. All right, questions, comments, questions. Yeah. Um, have we heard anything else on Alabama pitcher Luke Holman? Um, yes, it looks like it's Tennessee's definitely in the running for him. We've all kind of thought that, and knew that. Um, but somebody that's really leaning on Luke Holman is Drew Beam, who is at the, uh, you know, playing for the USA team with Luke Holman. Also, Drew Beam is also his roommate. So, oh, I think Tony Vitello working like a little backdoor action, even though he's not coaching. Like, see, I love put in it. a word, maybe. I love it. Yep. Maybe backdoor action as roommates isn't the way to phrase that, but you get it. Okay. Um, any other questions? That's all I got. Okay. Uh, we had that one that, that you put out today. Wanted, okay. to, wanted to answer that one on the show. Um, yeah, verbatim here. This is our question of the day, so answer it now or go back to our tweet and answer it. We did get a lot of interactions. Thank you all for replying. Uh, can you name a random Tennessee ball that was underappreciated? Uh, I'm going to read some. There was a Kyler Kirbson shout out. It may have had something to do with the story today that was released. Um, Casey Clawson, that's kind of a shocker. I think he was underappreciated probably, but maybe not. Um, Kyle Alexander, I like that one. Um, Chris Westmoreland, that's an interesting one too. That's a good one. T. Martin, I, I don't think that's true. Um, the whole line for the 98 team, Jack Clifton, Mercedes Hamilton, Spencer Riley, Cozy Coleman, Jarvis Rito. Again, don't think they're necessarily underappreciated. Maybe I'm crazy. Um, this one, I don't think so either. Alvin Kamara, Josh Malone, Corey Vereen, Brian Randolph. I don't think those guys were underappreciated. Am I crazy? Say that one more time. Alvin Kamara, about coaching staff, sure. Alvin Kamara, Josh Malone, Corey Vereen, and Brian Randolph. Yeah, that I did. Brian Randolph. So here's my thing for Brian Randolph. He he was he was a good he was a good player for Tennessee. Like I'm not denying that. Where maybe I would say he's underappreciated is he was a huge part of that legacy class. He was yeah. he hosted a lot of the visits. 
he he was a big key component in getting them on campus um that 2014 class so for sure uh this one was mine it was the first one that popped in my head robert meacham yeah that's a good one he he received he was uh his junior year he had 1200 something yards receiving um he was part of that 2016 that played in sec championship like i I, I don't think he's necessarily like not appreciated, but maybe. And he's also in in the unfortunate spot of just being a lot of good receivers at Tennessee. Um, but yeah, he was a he was a solid one for sure. That I feel like doesn't get talked about a lot, and maybe to kind of just the time he played. Yeah, I saw a lot of Denarius Moore. I thought that was a good one. That is a good one. Denarius Moore's a good one. Um, I said Travis Stevens. I thought he was. That was an interesting one for me. I, maybe it's because we're looking back on it, and I wonder what it was at the time. But I feel like he's maybe adequately appreciated. Well, I feel like you know he he had a big part in that Florida game in '98. He did, yeah. um, and, and didn't really have a huge impact the rest of that season. But I feel like he's remembered for that game. But I don't feel like people appreciate him in 2001, where I think he set a single season rushing record at Tennessee. With like fourteen hundred yards, you mentioned the two thousand or the nineteen ninety eight Florida game, wasn't he? Yeah, he was the he. God, I'm gonna mess this up. He rushed for, he rushed for two hundred yards in that game. It was a lot. Yeah, I mean, he was. A I'm trying to find it. See, see if you can find that, Joey or Dylan, real quick. What his rushing yards were. Also, just while you're at it, maybe look at the box score and, and tell me something about my boy Bobby Graham, Travis Stevens, two thousand one Florida. Uh, just look up the Florida box score in two thousand one. Uh, you'll see Travis Stevens and Bobby Graham leading the receiving and rushing categories. No big deal. <laughs> Shout out to our boy. Um, so, yeah, maybe – and I think, too, he also kind of going back into like that Robert Meacham where he was just surround. you know, Tennessee's – that was right out of Tennessee's good water. Travis Stevens was in like when Tennessee had a plethora of backs. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that that was part of it. Like you, you think of yes, yeah, so I think um, you're right in that sense. That that's what I'm saying. Like I do agree with that. Yeah, Travis Henry, Jamal Lewis. Yeah, Arian Foster came after him a couple years after him, but Arian Foster came after him. Who I don't know if Arian Foster is underappreciated. He was. Uh, he said some things that I'm rightfully Tennessee fans can get mad about. Uh, also, maybe some things taken out of context along with that, and then also. He fumbled – I think he lost the ball three times. And they were three critical times. But he lost the ball three times. And people only remember him for fumbling. Yeah. But he didn't fumble that much. No, he really Like, didn't. a lot of people are like, he, he couldn't hang on to the ball. No, he could. He just had some very unfortunate timing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Travis Stevens, 226, two touchdowns in that game. That is that is one of – other than Alabama now, um, that I've rewatched a lot, that is one of my most fun rewatches is the 0140 game. Because it's in December, it's like a kind of a weird environment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a, it's a good time. There's a lot of good basketball ones. Um, IJP Prince, JP I saw Prince a lot team. of Kevin Punter. Amani um, uh, Moore got mentioned. Amani Moore, yeah. Which I, I will agree, he was probably not so. If he was on a better team, he was just on some bad teams. Um, yeah. That Kyle Alexander mentioned was good. He he's for me. Shout I'm like, out, I wish we could have gotten. Yeah, shout out to Deuce. I wish we could have gotten more out of him his junior year or sophomore year, I guess. Yeah. But definitely like big, big component there. Definitely wish we could have had him against Loyola Chicago. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm trying to think of some good basketball ones off the top of my head. Um, I saw 
uh, Josh Malone. Um, and I don't think he was a – I think he was underappreciated because of all that talent on that team. Yeah. I think – yeah, I agree. Because you had Hurd, Kamara, Dobbs. And then you had a guy game. who probably wasn't as necessarily like just raw talented, but a guy that was just a a dog in Juwan Jennings. Yeah. And Josh Smith was on those teams too, and Josh Smith got the ball a lot. Yep, I saw Josh Smith on there. I saw Josh Smith mentioned. I thought that was an interesting one just because he's a local kid. I think he was appreciated in like – I think he gave everything he had. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, Ontario Hardesty was a good one. I don't know if we mentioned him, but that was in the, the Twitter thread. Um, Mose Phillips, J.J. McCluskey. Interesting, yeah. Dennis Rogan. Dennis Rogan. I don't know if he's uh, – speaking of Alcoa – um. Oh my gosh, blanking on his name, the, the guy that that came out of the frat house for the, the kick against MTSU, uh, Brodus, Brodus, Derek Brodus. <laughs> Derek Brodus. So you're named after Brutus? That that's not true. That would be cool. Dennis Rogan went to. Was, was he, he not Alcoa? I think it was, was he Fulton. Fulton. Was he Fulton? Yeah. One of those maroon teams. I think he was Fulton. <laughs> okay. Uh, I saw a lot of Eric Westmoreland, and I, okay. I think that was because of Al Wilson, right? And also Raynock Thompson. Yeah, for sure. Again, kind of just a product of Jason Kroom. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Wonder if he got the mention because of, uh... you know, honestly, Kroom going from tight end to wide receiver is is pretty insane. Um, and then back to tight end, didn't he? He played tight end again. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty insane. Uh, I don't think I have any. No, no, nobody else is popping off off the top of the head here. You got any more? No, I'm, I'm just I'm just reading through some of these. Andy Kelly, Evan Russell. I think looking back, Evan Russell's probably one. I, I thought Jake Rucker was one when he was here. Yeah. Um, just because that team had, you know, they had. There's a there's a lot of talent around him too, especially I mean right. not just in the lineup but in the infield too. Well, and I don't think people really understood like how good Jake Rucker was because he started in the three hole in the SEC as a true freshman. Yeah. I mean, do good freaking mash. Yeah. Um, but I mean, not just as a hitter, like he had Max Ferguson and uh, Liam Spence in the yep. middle infield next to him. Mm-hmm. And then Luke Lipsius at, at first. Yep. And you had Drew, you had Jordan back. Yeah. Ton of hitters on that team. And then yep. a bunch of defensive players too. Um, yeah, Evan Russell is probably one of the better baseball ones recently, especially what he did his senior years last year, whatever you want to call that year. Yeah. Um, Pig Howard was a good one. Pig Howard is. I Again, I don't know if underappreciated. Like, I think Vol fans loved him. Yeah. And, dude, like, I just is, I just think he was a broad spot on, a, on some really bad teams. Yeah, and, dude, for me, that is, in terms of, like, relating, like, feeling as much pain for – like, normally when an athlete makes a mistake or makes a bad play, like, you just get angry – that Georgia play in 13 in overtime, that's the worst I've felt for a player probably ever. Yeah. Like, dude sure. just literally gave his all, tried to make a play. And I mean, at the last second, ball slips out. It's probably, I think it got called a touchdown on the field. It's probably called a touchdown if you doesn't exist in college football. And like a guy, you know, just grinded. Like, that was, that's probably to this day, probably the worst I've felt for an athlete. Yeah. And I'm sorry to all the athletes that I've got mad about that have done the same thing as Pig and just tried to make great plays. I apologize, but it's just <laughs> I'm a human, okay? For sure. 
That's uh-huh. your kicker. You can burn in hell if you miss a game winner. <laughs> I kid. I'll side. I'll side with you always. I'll defend you always. Um, anything else? Most That's most important. Most important of the week. Uh, most important. What, uh, what do I have in here? Um, I, I do have a good friend we need to talk about real quick before we get into most important. Our good friends at Knoxville, Knoxville Tours. Check out our good friends. They have tours you don't want to miss. If you call them today at 865-688-6232 and mention more important issues, you'll get an exclusive offer on their five-day MLB tour. The offer will include four nights in Cincinnati, three nights in Chicago, and now they have changed the game. So you will get one game in Cincinnati for the Res Nationals, two games in Wrigley Field for the Cubs, and Braves, and then you'll get to see another game in Chicago, Chicago White Sox yeah. versus the Yankees. So another game thrown in there, so go check that out. Um, that'll include the stadium tours, a city tour, and more. Give them a call today, 865-688-6232, for more details on their August 4th through 8th Motor Coach Tour. That's awesome. Two games at Wrigley. Sorry, my dryer, this dryer in here is going nuts. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Go go check that out. Make sure you get on that tour. That's gonna be a fun tour. Um, oh, Joe Jordan Bone's a good good one. Jordan Bone is a good one, Joey. Sorry, we I didn't see that till just now. Um, all right, most important of the week. I have well, I'll save that one. Okay, sorry, I'm gonna save that one because it's a depending on how depending on your feelings, it could be a fail. So I don't want to want to cast any dispersions on anybody. Um, Let's see here. Again, this is lack of social media. I do have two fails prepared, but I'm going to have to get to find you a most important. What do you think about another game at Bristol Motor Speedway? Are you in or are you out? I'm out. I'm out. I'm good. I like that. Uh, oh, I do want to give a most important. We talked about it a little bit on Thursday uh, as it got released, but friend of the pod, former Vol Thomas Edwards. Uh, he's a uh, writer and musician now in Nashville. He has written a new single that is releasing um, this month. It's called Running Through That Tea. And it is Dude, banger. Banger. I cannot wait to hear it in Neyland. Um and I don't know, man, I don't know if it's just because I'm like, I'm not in Knoxville at the moment, but hearing it too is just like a little chill, you know, chills. I'm sure I'd get yeah. similar feels in Knoxville, but now it's like, all right, I'm ready to be back. Yeah, for sure. So shout out to, to making a song that feels like home, dude. It just, yeah, it, it does. It, it gave me some goosebumps. Yeah. Shout out to him. And, you know, I mean, I know it's running through the T, but. After third quarter song, I just friends in low places is so good. I'm sorry, I I want to say yes, but it's just to me that's like my that's my people in Neyland. Yeah, I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I can make that change right now. Let me sleep on it. You just <laughs> you, you hit you hit me with that. I don't know. I don't think I can. I don't think I can agree to that. It's change. a lot to process. At one time. It is. It's, it's an absolute, absolutely a lot. But shout out to Thomas Edwards. That song is that song is awesome. I can't wait for it to release. And uh, hope we get to hear it live in Nashville. Yeah, I'm hoping we get to. Yeah, we'll we'll work on that. Um, I do have one more most important. Okay. Ellie Dela Cruz. Golly, dude. 
Also, maybe a fail on the Brewers. That was bad. That was bad. <laughs> stole second, stole third, and then as soon as he got up from third, just went on home. I mean, it looked like something like on backyard baseball where you just – I don't even think you do that on video game because, like, your controller's going to mess up. Well, yeah, like you try it's to get it. rundowns and eventually, like, make it, but – It's a movie. Like, that's something in a movie. That yeah. was incredible. Yeah, it was like Benny the Jet Rodriguez. I also love that he goes to the dugout and leaves his helmet on the field. He's like, no, nah, F it. I'm going to the dugout. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm not picking that up. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he's an electric factory for sure. So are the Reds going to win the World Series? Dude, I don't know. I Did you place that bet? No, I didn't. Maybe I didn't have the sound on. Explain your tweet, every Alabama DB trying to cover Jalen Hyatt. Oh, I see it now. Oh yeah, the God, guy pooped on himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's an Alabama player. It was J.D. Davidson. Mm, good for him. Yeah, so I, maybe people didn't get it, but yeah. <laughs> dude, I just watched that video of that bull again. That dude goes so cool. <laughs> <laughs> That is incredible. <laughs> I want to know how far, like, how edited is it? Yeah, I'm, I'm really thinking on that, that people didn't watch the video. I think there are a lot like you who didn't watch it, and they're like, "Oh, he did shit himself." That's uh, that is funny. Yeah, no, I well, I watched it, but I was, I guess, I was just like watching, trying to see what happened within the play, like within the, mm. and I missed that. <laughs> yeah, dude. I liked it still. Hey, I'll give you the like. Um, <laughs> Smells. I feel like I had a another most important. I mean, watch somebody's. Track. I, maybe that's a good thing to do if you're trying to back somebody down when she's a guard. So I don't think you'd really have that. Oh, I, I, I almost did that in eighth grade. Shoot yourself in a basketball game. I was like six for six. for an advantage or because you really had to shit. Because I was like sick. Like it was. Oh, I can't remember if I had the flu or, or what. And like I was. It was yeah, like Joey. If you want to get in here too, you can. If you got some most importance. It was like three days of illness, bad. Like one night, I I pooped my pants in my sleep. Like not like nasty, but like woke up and like I gotta wash your pants, brother. Like that kind of shit. Um, and I was, oh, I mean, Davis. me and you, Landon, we were bench buddies. Like we we sat on the very end. Um, oh yeah, dude. you know, we should have perfected our our three ball, but unfortunately, we didn't hit any. Um, we didn't get a chance. We didn't get a chance. We were about to knock. We were down. shooting about five just... percent, and. Uh, it just wasn't worth that 5% of the time. But uh, they he puts me in that game to guard some really fast kid at, that they had. Um, and, I mean, the entire time I'm just butt clenched. Like, don't don't shit yourself. I actually had a really good percentage. I'm sure you did. You just, I mean, you probably only got to shoot like maybe 10 times. I was 5 for 13 from three. There you go. <laughs> I, was, I was put in to play defense on the night I was – Shitting my pants. Um, <laughs> underwear had to be cleaned after that game, real good. Um, probably thrown away, but yeah, it was bad. So I was close to like that, and we were at home, so we were in white. I was like, of course, could be wearing blue tonight. Yeah, it was brutal. I think I sat on the very end that night, just like don't, don't put me in, don't put me in. And the one time all season I get in, Dude, I remember I uh, we were at Whittle Springs, and I was scared. I was just scared to death. It was the first game I've ever been in. And um, literally, I get the ball on one possession, and I was wide open. I was scared to death to shoot, so I just passed it. 
<laughs> the next possession, the same thing happens, and they're like, shoot it. And I just shot it and, like, probably didn't. I didn't even look at the rim. Like, there's no way I was even looking. And um, I just shot out of, like, I was nervous. Media reaction? It went, it, like, I sunk it. And that, oh, that man, was, that like, confidence. You heat check the next time down? No, I didn't shoot again. <laughs> I wish I could remember these games. I, I don't remember them at all, except that one that I almost shit my pants. Um, you know, just awkward memories. But yeah, that was uh, eighth grade basketball, man. What a trip. Mm-hmm. What a trip. I was telling that story about about that guy the other day. Oh, yeah, what a douche. <laughs> Joey, you got any most important? Yeah, I can't believe you guys haven't touched on it yet. Is there something you think you're missing? I, I'm sure. Oh, I mean, I, I I've probably believe. forgotten a screenshot or something because that's I, where I keep my most important. I can't believe you might have missed it. I mean, the offensive glass, but yet getting a bunch of transition points. Here's First dunk of the WNBA season, baby. Let's go. <laughs> 30th in the 27 year career. I don't know how you guys missed it. It happened over an hour ago. I mean, <laughs> uh, who was that? Good lead in. Brittany Griner. Who else do you think it is, dude? Come on. Oh, wow. Oh, my. It's the. God. The Russian, the merchant of yeah, death. Yeah, that's what I say. The merchant of death on the on the court. <laughs> BG herself. Yeah, twenty seven years of WNBA. It's the thirtieth dunk, so we should be at fifty. What twenty years? Thirty eight, <laughs> something like that. That was Brittany Griner. I dunked fifty times by herself. That's. I think she only has like eighteen. I think there's only. I mean, eighteen out of thirty is pretty crazy. If you right. really yeah. genuinely yeah. look. Candace at Parker stats. probably has a few of those. I think she had the yeah. first, I think she had the first dunk in women's college basketball. Hell yeah. Pretty sure. So riveting stuff. Um <laughs> I got one more for you. I don't know if the video is gonna work. I don't know if you um let me just try it really quick. It's just the most awesome. So in Alaska, since it doesn't get dark at this time of year, I guess, for fireworks on 4th of July, they just drive cars off cliffs, which is – I don't know, like, where in Knoxville we can do this, but this has to be like, – The quarry. No more boomsday. Let's just take it right off the end, right into the Tennessee River. Like, let's just floor like, – we'll, I'll, I'll put my car up, honestly. If we get to do that with my car. No, that's what we do with the – if it drives, we're 55 cars. That's where we go. take them. Yeah. yeah we'll Jason like, Ferris, if, if Jason Ferris is for the people – you put those cars up on that that mountain. <laughs> but okay, uh, were those people not sitting scary close to the edge of that? There's a couple like <laughs> that formatting was bad. Like in the full video, you can see there's some like at the bottom when they really crash and shrapnel goes off, and these people are not super far away. Like no. I'm surprised no one's gotten clipped with like a, a side view mirror or something. <laughs> Just like some kid. <laughs> I, I, did incredible. That. I probably watched that ten times when I saw that video. That was incredible. I love they have born in the USA playing too. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you see where uh, Ireland celebrates Fourth of July? Celebrates the United States Independence Day, uh, which I thought. A... So I thought it was like an fu to the British because they hate the British. Turns out apparently they were just like, this looks like a fun holiday. We're gonna start celebrating it. Like it's just about getting drunk. We're I was gonna say I just figured it was a reason for them to drink. I think the yeah. Irish could probably use. It. I mean, they probably have a bunch of holidays I... that. <laughs> I feel like that's their everyday though. They. They just get drunk, but, but you I, have I, an excuse. It's like, oh, yeah, that's America true. It is gain their independence. It's it is different. You're right, but yeah, I definitely thought it would be more of an fu to the British. That kind of shocked me that it was just out of drunkenness. We should do that. We should get like five, four or five countries, and they we get to 
make federal holidays out of their independence. He's kind of done it. St. Patrick's Day. That's true. What's another one? What's another cultural Isn't... appropriated holiday we've done? I know Cinco de Mayo is supposed to be, but it's actually not. It's not a federal holiday. Yeah, I guess I was just thinking about holidays. Yeah, that should be federal. It's messed up. If you're, yeah, if we're just going holiday, yeah, Cinco de Mayo is definitely in that category. But I don't think there was the actual independence. I think it's like, there's like, I remember back in history class forever, it's like, it's a janky holiday. It's basically like only our holiday at this point. Fourth of July? No, Cinco de Mayo. Oh, Cinco de Mayo. Oh, yeah. they don't celebrate at all in Mexico anymore? They do. I think it's just like, it's not it's their not actual a, like, independence. Like, it's kind of gotten like rewritten. It's like, a, it's like a drinking holiday in America. Yeah. It's it's like a flag day. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We should start really celebrating flag day. Let's do that this year. Yeah. Let's have a flag day party. Agreed. It's flag day. I feel like it's like January. No, it's like June. It was just recently. It was oh, probably like, it? what? June 8th. Oh, it's June, June 14th. Good call. Yeah, we're going hard for flag day next year. Party at Landon's. Let's do Deal. it. Yeah. Everyone bring their favorite flag. And we'll just their favorite it. flag. Yeah. Besides, okay. well, yeah. I mean, everyone's going to be their American flag. You have to like exclude. Not me. Whoa. It's not my favorite flag. Whoa. <laughs> hey. I'll I'll let the, hey Twitter I'm not gonna I won't get involved. Okay, speaking from a flag <laughs> perspective, the United States flag does not go that hard. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm, nope, I'm not gonna get involved. I'm not gonna like yeah. Name it. Name, right. What what country flag goes better? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull them up because I've watched <laughs> videos on country. Caleb Bates and the Stars and Stripes. These are sweet. Kenny Powers um, would be very upset right now. Zimbabwe, <laughs> Zimbabwe's flag. Zimbabwe's flag, is sweet. I mean, you only like that because you like Zins. Next, <laughs> next topic. Yeah, um, I bet you there's a Zin can on the on America's flag. Kale would be all. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd be all in, baby. Uh, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying there's better. You just uh, said it doesn't go that hard. I mean, I feel like. Okay. All right. Sorry. It's in the number one tier. That's it's Zimbabwe's just, flag. That's Zimbabwe's. Yeah, I was thinking it was different. It's not that flag. What is that bird? South Africa. South Africa's flag is pretty good too. Yeah, that looks like a weird carpet. Brazil's flag. Brazil's flag goes hard. Brazil has a cool flag, but it's it just—I don't hard. know. I guess I'm just nothing's touching the old stars and stripes. Not for me. Yeah. Uh, hey, clip that clip of Caleb. I'm always <laughs> getting, getting, getting canceled tomorrow. We want to talk about heat check. <laughs> Yeah, this man's driving across the United States right Jamaica, now. Jamaica, and, and he's just hating on the flag. Jamaica's know, flag. Jamaica's flag is pretty solid too. I don't know. I don't know how we could deny it. Man, uh, uh, lot, I mean, listen. Lot, here's a here's a problem too. You probably it's hate not, the the Tennessee flag too. Oh, see, that's that. I wasn't going to go into states. Tennessee's flag goes hard. It's like, I mean, it's very similar to. No. It is. Are you like an overall design guy, or are you someone that's like, oh, it's got like a cool? I mean, like, yeah, I think some states have like cool. Uh, I'm design emblems. I'm, I'm design know. and uh, meaning, which United States cool meaning. Definitely. You know, I don't even know what the the, thir- the stripes are for. Why are y'all coming to me like this? Thirteen colonies. Yeah. What? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. He's waiting on you, Joey. No, <laughs> thirteen colonies. Canada's flag. I'm a huge geography guy. What do you mean? Canada's flag school. United States is probably above Canada's. I'll say that. And I think Canada's is a pretty dope flag. It's just a leaf. It's a beautiful leaf. It's a maple leaf. I mean, we got 50 freaking stars on ours, baby. (laughs) Yeah. 
All right, next episode, since we have earned the dog days of summer, Listen. we're just going to rank all 50 states' flags. <laughs> yeah. And then the next Dude, one we'll do however have many you lo- Have you looked at the states' flags? There are some terrible states' Oh, flags. there's some brutal ones. We can do license plates, too. We can get – we can well, – we might have some, some that are like the fill. same thing. What do you mean? In Mexico's flag and maybe Portugal? They're like, yeah, they just flop the colors. No, uh, Italy's colors, right? is similar to Mexico's, except it Mexico has an emblem in it. Hmm. And then there's another one, I think that's like France maybe, but it's horizontal stripes instead of vertical stripes, which I like France's flag. France has a great flag. Alabama's flag sucks. I can imagine. Not a lot of creativity flowing to that state. (laughs) (laughs) Probably the top mind in Alabama that came up with that one. But I also wasn't just talking about like, you know, you could have a, you could have like a a Tennessee flag, not state of Tennessee, like a checkerboard flag. (laughs) That's so yeah, weird. dude, that just screams racist. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting a little, you're getting a little close there too. Speaking of really red, white, and blue, somebody just sent me this video, so I do want to mention it. Um, David Ross, the manager for the Cubs, is arguing a uh, call today um, between the Yankees and, and the Cubs, and he tells the umpire, he says, "You got one GD game before you get a break, and you're that effing bad already." Love that. This is in the bottom of the first inning. <laughs> He's already on him. <laughs> uh, awesome. I'm looking up best flags now. North Macedonia, cool flag. You can Google it if you'd like. Uh, I'm disagreeing with this. Tanzania, great flag. Oh, Wales does have a cool flag. It's got a dragon on it. Okay, Washington State flag is just a picture of George Washington, which is kind of hard. Like, that's pretty cool. But still, it's like it's pretty interesting for a guy that never went yeah, to was Washington he, or anywhere near was Washington. Wasn't even relevant. <laughs> I don't think. Did it exist when he was alive? No, it certainly didn't. That's uh, that's cheap. Slovakia, Slovakia's flag's pretty pretty good. Yeah, we got to move on. Do we? I feel yeah, like I tweeted I really like flag like talk seven minutes ago. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know. I mean, depending like. on what side of the aisle you're on here, could be a most important. Um, Live tour. They're bringing back uh, what are those things called? The uh, flash mob. The flash mobs. I've got the they video have, loaded if you want. You, I mean, yeah. play it. Hit play. I mean, go back. Oh, you didn't get to. Sorry. You didn't get to... No, there's like this one. God, you gotta go. Have you seen it, Landon? I've seen that. Yeah. Where the the girls just like straddling that dude's head at one point. I, it wouldn't let me upload it like when it was like the full like thirty five seconds, so I cut gotcha. it down. But yeah, he like swings around. I dude, I when I watched that, I I just think like it's the it's the place. Like flash mobs are corny already, but like oh yeah, even it, worse on the first tee. I saw yeah, I saw the angle. I didn't. I thought like oh, it's like you know like near the tee box. No, like they <laughs> shut like Patrick Reed and Cam Smith are sitting up on the tee box. Oh, I wish it was like, the <laughs> dude. They're just sitting there like. And then, like, the flash mob clears, and it's like, first on the tee, and it's like, dude, if I I would DQ or, or withdraw right away. Like, there's the most absurd. So they're reaching heavy. Sorry to steal your face. That's bad. That No, that's that's so bad. Um, I mean, they were bad in 2011. I can't believe I watched so many of those videos, but <laughs> they're even worse now. I didn't know people knew those existed. They I just want to know – I want to know who was like, this is what we should do. And they should be fired yesterday. 
it's probably Greg Norman. This is probably he's, he's basically not involved anymore. He just found out. He just he's just got on YouTube for the first time, and that was yeah. like must watch videos with some flash mob from 2011. And yeah, exactly. He's telling him. He's telling his people. Oh, I've got the next uh, next big thing. We're gonna save live. <laughs> this is gonna go mega viral and did credit to him. Not in the right yeah. Way, but yeah, it did go viral. Dude, Pat Fitzgerald fell. I mean, I'm just going Northwestern in general. Um, yes. Oh, my God. I mean, if you like watching – this has nothing to do with Pat Fitzgerald. If you encourage <laughs> two guys to get butt naked and, and then do an exchange, which involves putting your hand up another dude's ass, I'm not like – if you're gay, you're gay. That's cool. But you're gay. Like, that. that is – like, you are at that point. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. That is – if you wanted to watch that, if you encourage that and then force them to do that, number one, sexual harassment. Number two, <laughs> you're into dudes. Like that's just that simple. And then, yeah, it's insane. The also, worst Garrett, part of people defending it. It's like it's not sexual harassment. It's just two <laughs> dudes totally consensually putting hands in naked places that are totally like. Well, also, like, how do you brainwash these players to like enforce these rules? <laughs> like, there's a level that the seniors went through three years at Northwestern and then they got there and they're like, Oh my God, I cannot wait to just dry hump a bunch of freshmen. <laughs> like that's insane. That is insane. Yeah. They said they were forced to strip naked um, and do performing various acts, which I think is a funny way to, to say that, but it says including bear crawling and slingshotting themselves across the floor with exercise bands. <laughs> You want to know what that means? What are you slingshotting? Slinging themselves that across the like way Blue Mountain State and like <laughs> lathering each other up and like lube and just going across like a concrete floor. That's all I can picture. Do we need like hard knocks for this? Or something? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I got. I mean, like, I want to see it, but I don't want to see it. But I like have to see it now. Like, I, I, I can't just, imagine that visual. Draw a they, diagram of it for me. That's it. Like, <laughs> like, like a court they, drawing. Yeah. <laughs> They would make, I guess, freshmen, like, walk to the shower. And, like, to get to the shower, they had to rub up against another naked person. I'm yeah, just like, that's weird. That's weird. That's so weird. <laughs> it's also such a bombshell. Like, that is. Yeah, Friday like, News Dump for sure. How did we not get a video of that on Twitter? Like, like, not only are we about to go, like, freaking four and eight, but now we have to freaking do naked snap exchanges to get freaking slung. Across the room with exercise bands. I want to know how many like bad quarterback center exchanges have happened over the years, so we can just blame it on that. <laughs> well, if he did it with pants on, if his balls weren't in the way, <laughs> maybe they it's got really good at it. Yeah, hey, maybe they might have. I don't know. Um, but I'm I'm just so curious. How far are they slinging these people with exercise? <laughs> They have like a little uh, what's the like gym carts you used to use the colored ones too underneath them. Yeah, yeah. it's like oh, that yeah. bull video of Jeremy Banks. Like it's like where did he go? Oh my god! I mean that is just and then Northwestern suspends Pat Fisher over two weeks and with no pay by the way, which is like pretty uncommon in, in that kind of stuff. Uh, and they're like, yeah, he had nothing to do with it. Why did you suspend him? What is going on? And Darren, my favorite one was Darren Ravel, who was like, I've known him for twenty something years. I'm going to wait for more evidence. It's like, I mean, that's fine if you want to wait for more evidence, but uh, you don't need to tweet about it, brother. Yeah, that's... I mean, <laughs> like, when I was reading this stuff, it's unreal. It says, like, if players were selected for running, they'd be restrained by 
eight to ten upperclassmen dressed in various purge-like masks who would hold them, who would then begin dry humping the victim in a dark locker <laughs> room. <laughs> Dude, this is like, yeah, that know. is insane. This isn't hazing. This is like a freaking weird. This is a cult, like a, a cult ritual. Yeah, no, one dude ritual. got off to it and like just took way yeah. took it out of proportion. Like, and people are looking around like you're, he watched. You're he watched Blue. He watched Blue Mountain State, and unlike most people, are like that's funny because it's in a movie. He's like, let's put it in real life, and I guess everyone was. Too, it had to be a, a big dude because everyone was too afraid to be like, this is too far. <laughs> yeah, in all reality, that's probably like what happened. These guys are probably like in the age of like kind of watching Blue Mountain State. Yeah. Like, like 10 years from now, it's going to be funny if I do this. And it's like, no, not <laughs> no, no. in real life. Hey, hey, that was, that was in a movie. Like, that, was a, that was a written script, my friend. <laughs> or a TV show, I guess for a while. Movie was good too, by the way, which is not usually what happens. What did Blue Mountain State was turned into a movie. Am I thinking of the right thing? Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's, it's, it's truly incredible. And, and the, you mentioned someone said something about a phone. It is shocking. There's not a single video out yet. So honestly, I mean, credit to Northwestern players for just living in the moment, <laughs> like no phones. Yeah. Especially like, I mean, who was it with the, the volleyball team that got like Wisconsin? Oh, well that was on them. Yeah. That was, they were just like, right, but there was it, a like phone. Snapchat. that's true. There were phones involved. Classic gen, gen Z. I, I guess in, in a dark room, I guess you couldn't see who was getting drowned. <laughs> Big Ten is having a rough go of it. I forgot about the Wisconsin volleyball situation. Um, at least they won. They didn't. They won. They were celebrating a national championship, right? Or at least like a Big Ten championship. I don't know. All right, at least they had something to celebrate. I don't like, know. They won something. I remember a trophy in, in one of the pictures. <laughs> um, Landon Allen said, "If Caleb isn't a fan of USA's flag, he really won't like." Liberia's flag. I know it looks identical. It's insane. Liberia's is ugly. United States, like I said, tier one. <laughs> tier one. You just said there was nothing great about it. I didn't say that. God your... tier, and then tier one. I said it doesn't. I I incorrectly said it doesn't go hard. It does go okay, hard. I lied. Go it goes hard. I just think there are flags that are also really good that I would love to see at our flag day celebration next year. That's all I meant. You, you're sound like you're backpedaling. I am. Oh. I'm having a backpedal. <laughs> I'm having a backpedal, but I'm also on like one of those tandem bikes, and I've got two people pedaling super hard for me forward, and I'm trying to fight it. And I am backpedaling. Yes, 100. Well, the backpedaling is not going in the clip on Twitter. I'll tell you that right now. We're <laughs> just going to go straight up. Yeah, what, what yeah, was said. Sure. That's, that's fine. That's, I, I, there's I too much in between to cut. So I'll have good. spotty yeah. service. So anybody that tags me or says anything bad about me, I won't even see it for a couple of days. So it'll be fine. <laughs> there you go. We'll just screenshot it. Um, any more fails? I think that's it. We covered it, in Northwestern. <laughs> Uh, I actually got one more. It's Bob Huggins. Oh, actually, West Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. Well, and maybe a little bit of Bob Huggins too. Right, but they took his res- resignation from a text from his wife. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, interesting. His wife texted his resignation. Yeah. Did you see his daughter release like a big thing? I think it was on Facebook about the situation. Uh-uh. She was like, "You guys don't know anything. He's not an alcoholic. Like all like just this big thing." Is this not his the guy sets second on or stool. third He's DUI? It's at least a second DUI. I, I'm not sure how many. At least in his coaching tenure. I don't know how many before that. I mean, we could be talking. But I, usually the first DUI like, isn't like you don't know what city or state you're in and also like cans of beer in your car. It's usually not your first. Usually. Oh, 
the guy literally sits on a bar stool all game long. He is <laughs> true. He's an alcoholic. <laughs> Accurate. Yeah, it's only two, do, two listed, but it's got to be more than that. I love that he's – I mean, he's he's trying to get back in it, though, which, I mean, I, apparently I a lot a of the players were your, very upset. A text from your wife is a binding. Is binding. <laughs> I just don't understand. He probably thought that. it was his phone. He's probably like, uh, <laughs> it's my phone. At least That's he got insane. Yeah. Adia, I wasn't aware of that uh, revelation. Yeah. Interesting. Did he notes app it or was oh, it was a text, I guess. <laughs> he's, he's, it was a text. He screenshot and notes app. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, from his wife. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. All right. Well, that's it. Don't, right. don't go to North <laughs> Hey, we do got to give one more shout out to, um, but this is for you guys. Roback. Mm, Roback, baby. We have have a code at Roback. It's more important issues, all caps, no spaces. No spaces. No spaces. It is for your first time purchase of 20% off. Mm-hmm. You can create a new email, though. If you've already purchased from Roback, don't worry. Use this 20% off. I recommend getting the orange shirt. Do you have it around, Landon? Uh, I can grab it. Run and grab it real quick. Landon just bought it. It looks great. Go get it from Roback. You can get whatever you want, but I highly recommend getting this. I'm working on getting some other Tennessee merch in the Roback store. Right now, celebrate that orange bowl a little late. It's also got orange on it. That's pretty cool. Uh, it's a good summer wear, golf course summer wear. It's beautiful. Rowback, 20% off, code more important issues. I don't know if it's case sensitive, but let's go all uppercase, no spaces. Go to Rowback right now, rowback.com, code more important issues. Landon went even went and changed. He's modeling it for you. He's officially a freelance model. Oh, look at that thing. Yes, yeah, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Did you wear it? No, you didn't. You had another cool shirt on Friday on the golf course. Yeah, Raven hates that, that shirt. Really, you wearing that next week? Yeah, I will. Yeah, heck yeah. Yeah, it's got the. I mean the, the beautiful stripe on the back. Yeah, there it is. You want stripe? Yep. Yeah, we're working on getting more, but yeah. go ahead and use use the code now. Buy that shirt, and then make another email and use the code again later for another shirt. That's yeah, what we it do. is. It is all caps, by the way, to clarify, Caleb's point. perfect. All, all caps. That's more important issues. Yep. Do it. Go to Roback right now. Get that. Thank you all. It's been fun. Yep. I, I'm sorry about my American flag comment. I love the U- US of A. <laughs> I have a Speedo with the American flag on it, Landon. Do you? Well, I mean, obviously that Speedo doesn't go hard. Uh, something in it does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's get out of here, Northwestern. Um, guys, thanks again for listening. Have a good week. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.